comment boom what's up george what's going on in the house of crazy tonight in the house of crazy tonight we have a very special show we're going to do a little recap of what happened in puerto rico or if is is what happened in puerto rico stays in puerto rico kind of thing i don't know we're going to talk about it we're going to be talking to a special guest tonight so hit it let's get it <laughs> let's do it all right let's go <gasps> For independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, now you wanna do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most of the crazy man, Vera. And I am with George the Dreamer, Medina. What's happening, everyone? Hey. Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. We are live. It is 8 p.m. here in the East Coast. If you're in the <laughs> Catch the Craze, that's right. That's right. Thank you guys for coming on. We have a very, very fun show scheduled today. We are going to be talking about Puerto Rico. We're going to be talking oh. to a special guest about an apocalyptic science fiction epic about the last seven species. That's the end of all terminus. So we're going to be talking yes. to, about that in just a few minutes. But before we do all that, if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, hit that bell so that you know exactly when we're coming on live on these shows like we do normally on a Tuesday night at eight o'clock. You know, we kind of chilling. Hanging out, like but uh, what's going on, Sam? What, what you what you been up to, bro? You've been traveling, and you're you're out there. You're in Puerto Rico. You're doing conventions. How are right. things going? It's going good. But before I talk about Puerto Rico, I oh, wanted to um, mention one of uh, this episode's sponsors, Story Comic. Story Comic is a podcast that focuses on the people behind the words. The host, Bonnie Smith, interviews comic creators of all types and their works and tells stories about comics, comics-based stories, and all other forms of prose storytelling. We've been streaming our show online since 2019, and it's been amazing to see how many people around the world have come to appreciate and value of hearing stories from people who are just as passionate about their work as we are. So if you're a comic creator yourself, or you know someone who is, or you just want to hear about how your favorite comic book or book is made, come check us out at storycomic.com. That's www.storycomic.com. So thank you, Buddy Smith, for sponsoring this episode of Catch the Craze. And uh, now we're back to um, Puerto Rico. So Puerto Rico, man. You know, and for those of you who are running late, you're going to miss this this one story because I got to tell the story of the, of the beginning of 
getting there, right? All so right, the right. Main... hold hold on, hold on. So, don't be, so, so, so let's save. Let's say it's so we're three minutes in. So let, let let's let's save. If we got good stories coming up, if it's story time with Sam. If it's story time with Sam, let's let's wait a little a little bit. Let's wait a little bit. Why, why don't we talk a little bit about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so we're talking about the Puerto Rico. So wait, I gotta put the, the news. The news. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. Tops in the Bronx. You just wait. Oh, hold, on. hold on. All right, hold on. Time out. Time out. Who's producing this show tonight? What's going on out there? What's going on? Oh, What's going on in that, in that produ- producer? Fanta. Fanta is Listen, producing this. I, I didn't realize you had some really good stories. Like, I thought That's it was just going to be a little recap. So, we're going to okay. save the stories a little bit. Let, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the House of Craze first. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. big shout out to, to obviously, story comic Barney Smith. Big shout out to him. If you guys haven't done so yet, check out the interview he did with Sam talking about what I want to talk to you about, which is duty. But that interview is on his channel right now, Story Comic. Yes. Check it out. Really, really good interview. Sam did so it from his, uh, from his hotel. Looked like you were chilling, lounging on the bed. I'm like, dude, what? You know, like, what's going on over there, bro? I was interviewing with him on, on the side of me. I had wings and fries. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so what's going on? We got, we got, a, we got a, a campaign going. So let, let's talk a little bit about that campaign. What's Yo, what the hell? Mayday. Mayday. Red oh alert. God. Run alert, man overboard, man overboard, bloop, bloop, man down, man down. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, yeah, so uh, I'm a little dis. Well, there was some benefits to going to the Puerto Rico Comic Con. I was a little discouraged because the lack of movement with the Kickstarter, um, it went, it went dead, dead like, dead, <laughs> like, dead. like the walking dead. I mean, the walking dead had more life than my Kickstarter. I'm like, geez, at least those zombies were walking around. I'm yeah. like, what the bloody it's, hell? It's, so it's been, it's been rough. It's been rough. It's been more than rough, it, it, you know. So it's um, you know, it's it's disheartening because when I was at Puerto Rico Comic Con, the reception for duty was overwhelming, right? So um, the, the 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 feedback was unanimous from everybody who picked it up, from the per- the people who actually invested and bought the book to those who didn't. But everybody was very complimentary of the story and um, the artwork. They kept comparing my artwork to um, something world, um, something world, some video game, something world. Um, and uh, I mean, almost everybody kept mentioning that uh, cool world or something like that. I forgot what it was. But it, um, yeah, so <clears throat> the Puerto Rico Comic Con, as far as now. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You're going back to Puerto Rico. You just want to go back to where this. The, the the Kickstarter took the Kickstarter. This the Kickstarter. I need your help, people. <laughs> I need you to help me get funded. So yes, yes. and because of that, what I'm doing tonight, there's an there incentive. If you back and get a and, and get a physical pledge tonight during this live episode, let's go right there. You're gonna get the limited edition, exclusive Puerto Rico Comic Con cover with Duty as Rambo coming in. It's it's a revised cover, and he's saying "Cojo con take it easy." That's a phrase my grandmother used to say when I was a kid. Every time she was about to smack me up, she said it right before. That was her warning, right? She'd be like "Cojo con take it easy," and next thing you know the chanclet that came flying across the room, right? Right, but um, yeah, so uh. Uh, for if you make a physical place tonight, hey, what's up? All us amigos, what up, Gil? Yes. So uh, again, if you make a physical place tonight, um, on, while we're streaming, um, you're going to get that uh, exclusive Puerto Rico cover, which is right here in my hands. Um, 
you know, I have a few left. So I'm offering this as an incentive to get physical backers on the campaign um, because I do have a couple of orders on the website from Puerto Rico, from people who were at the con who forgot to actually pick it up. They said, we'll be back. And they never came back. And they're like, where can I get it? Um, so I, I am offering it on my website, but um, for sale, but you can get it for free just by getting the graphic novel and backing the Kickstarter tonight. Um, so, 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 so check this out. So check this out. Right? And, 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 and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Sam, but that offer extends to people who have already pledged. So, right. Am I right? Like if people pledge tonight, right. Tonight, it opens it up to everybody who's pledged to a physical tier. While supplies last, I oh, can't. Yeah. Get, I mean, you're only I giving one. Everybody. No, but you're only giving one away. I'm giving one away. Yes. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, you have supplies. You have one, right? Yeah. All right. So yeah. we have supplies. So what I'm saying is, if you've already pledged to the campaign on the physical tier, grab a buddy, call your grandma, call your your your, your uncle, your aunt. You know, your mom sitting next to you. Hey, mom, pledge to this campaign because I'm trying to win an extra comic on this campaign so sure. tell a friend phone a friend let them know the campaign is live right now the 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 uh, i'm sure you're gonna put the uh the link in the chat and it'll also be in in the show notes so make sure you tell people that we are raffling off a free comic today for anyone with a physical tier backing tonight and that opens it up to everybody who's already pledged so there's 17 backers on there not all are are, are, are physical. physical some of them are not but it does open it up. So, it, you know, if you guys pledge tonight, you have a chance to win some stuff. Spend it. Right. So, yes. So, yes, that's yes. Know, that's what you got to do. Oh, yeah. So um, um, uh, this is dope. I mean, the feedback was great. You know, we saw, we, you know, if you saw the pictures, um, there's a lot of um, a lot of people. I mean, and, you know, I, it, the, the good thing about the Puerto Rico Comic Con is I met a lot of people. Going back to Puerto Rico, Sam. Sam, yes. Let's stay, let's stay on board here. You know what let's it is because board. it's a fun conversation. The Kickstarter's paying. Listen, 815. 815. <laughs> I'm dying here. <laughs> Take it easy. We got other things we got to talk about the fact that Duty's also in A Kid in a Comic. You Word. Gotta, yes, that's right. Let's talk about that. What do we got yes, going on there? Let's talk to that. us. Talk Yo, to us, dog. You take the good, you take the bad, you take the both for day. You had a kid in a comic. So anyway, okay, so, so duty, is in, going. duty is in a kid in a comic newspaper. Um, yes. The proofs came in for the newspaper, which is pretty dope. If you go to the kid you can subscribe to the newspaper and get seven papers delivered to your house um, a year, seven papers a year. And there's 30 different comic strips. I happen to be one of the comic strips uh, duties in there. Um, and uh, it's also going to be available at the local comic shops and I think Barnes and Nobles. And uh, so it launches in May. Um, we know they sent us, um, you know, there was a video of the proofs. They got the proofs and there's some adjustments to the colors. Um, and, uh, some people had to adjust their, 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 their color levels, um, because it comes out dark on newspapers. So things had to get fixed, which is good about the proofs. They did a, um, focus groups, a lot of great feedback from the focus groups, uh, for the newspaper, which is pretty fantastic. And I'm excited about that. So do these going to be in stores as a comic strip? It's going to be fantastic. Um, and, um. Uh, so that's another form of advertising. And then also on, um, uh, I'll have more to come, but on free comic book day, I'll be doing a in-store book signing at a comic shop here in Texas and more to come. News will be coming out very soon. So that's exciting. Uh, so uh, the good thing is that uh, I'll be able to sell my books during free comic book day um, at, um, at this event. So it's going to be pretty, pretty fantastic. I'm currently starting to network with the comic shops uh, here in Texas. So those are some really cool things happening with duty. Um, 
And then the Kickstarter, really, I just, um, you know, a little discouraged. I, I thought at this by this part time, we're in the second week that we'd be funded. Um, and we're not. And uh, we're not even 50% there. And so that's a little concerning for me um, because, I've, you know, worked really hard on it. You know, you did a fantastic job with the lettering. You know, the artwork was redone. I did all the coloring on the last three issues. Um, it's a 140-page graphic novel. And uh, so at this point, I thought it was going to be, you know, we're just going to be starting to unlock some stretch goals, but uh, we haven't even got to just getting to goal. So I'm trying to get it, the word out, um, you know, and uh, uh, right now there's a lot of traffic to the website, but not enough traffic on the Kickstarter. So we're trying to, I'm trying to figure that out. So I need everybody's help to help spread the word, help me uh, get duty into everybody's hands. Um, and uh, so, which is why the incentive is tonight. Bam, you get this um, if you make a pledge tonight. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, so make sure you do that. Uh, on my end, I have uh, actually Wicked Comic Con is coming up uh, April 22nd and 23rd. I'm going to be walking the floor. I don't have a booth yet. Uh, but I will be out there hanging out with my boy Jonathan Syfax, the Syfax. So we're going to be hitting it up, see what Wicked is all about. I've heard good things about Wicked out in Boston. So we're going to check it out. We're going to be there 22nd and 23rd, Saturday and Sunday. So mm -hmm. if you're in, the, uh, you're in the place, let me know. I know there, there are a couple of buddies that are going to be there. James DeSantis will be there. I know he's part of the uh, of the Kid in the Comic uh, news. There's a few people that we know that will be there. Yeah, he is. Keith, uh, Keith Murphy will be there. Hector Rodriguez will be there. Yeah, they do Gleason. that all the time. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I think they're very local to the area. Yeah. Keith Gleason, Johnny C, uh, they're going to be there. Um, and, then, and then tomorrow, tomorrow night, I'm going to be guest hosting – the Any One World Showcase on ASAP Imagination, where I'm going to be talking to Mr. D.W. Howard about his book. And uh, so tune in. That's tomorrow at 9 p.m. And we will be live. That's on the ASAP Imagination channel. It's for his book called The Long Game. So check that out tomorrow night on the ASAP Imagination channel. Sure. We'll give you a little shout-out, Sam, tomorrow on the show. Pump up that, uh, that, that uh, Kickstarter. So, yes. All right, Sam. Let's hit that. Let's hit that. In the, no, actually, we don't. We have another sponsor of the show today, do we? We do have another sponsor. Oh, we have this, another sponsor, Mister. Portion of the show is Mr. brought to you by Mister PG in the place to be. So this episode is sponsored by Paul Gomez. to paulie g paulie gomez you're breaking into the game making moves doing his thing big things big things paul 
That's nice. Um, I like how you, you always saw was your face bobbing and weaving to the song. I, got, yeah, I, I, I was like, get out of the way. Hide. Hide. Move out of the way. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, nah, big shout out to Paul, man. He's doing big things. Prelude to Aurora is on Kickstarter right now. So if you haven't checked that out, check it out. Prelude yeah. to Aurora. I like, that, I like that title, bro. Nice title. Yeah, very nice title. And he's a hardworking man. He's making moves. He's making moves. Yeah. Big time, big time. All yeah, right, so, so, so let's get to it, man. So talk to me about Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah, you, had, you, had a, you had a story to tell before. You All right. Died. So so <clears throat> the night before I had to go, you know, uh, I was I was working and then I went out with colleagues and my boss. And so I didn't get home till 11 o'clock at night. Mind you, my, my flight's at 5 a.m. And I have to get up at 2. Rookie. So when I got home at 11 p.m., you know, I had a couple of, you know, sips. Oh. And so now I'm t fish, finishing everything up and loading up the car. So by midnight, I, I jump into bed. Two hours, bro. Wow. Wake, why would you even do that? I don't know why, because I'm a glutton for punishment, right? No, no. And, why do you even bother sleeping? Like, just stay up. Because I just need to try. So anyway, <laughs> um, so, you know, we get up. <clears throat> I get a cup of coffee. That's all I had. And big mistake, because, you know, I went out the night before and we, we ate. A lot of appetizers, fried stuff, all that stuff still sitting in, still sitting inside the intestines, right? So we get, I get to the airport. My wife drives me, you know. No, mind you, it's we're driving at three a.m. and there's construction everywhere and there's detours. So I'm getting pissed because I got to get my catch my flight and we're going to all these detours at three in the morning. I'm like, what the hell? Finally get to the airport. I get to the the terminal that I'm supposed to be at and it's empty. No terminals are open. There's no staff. So I go to security. I say, hey, where do I go? They go, you got to go to the terminal 20, gate 20. Uh, <laughs> what up, Mark? <laughs> right? So what's up? So I'm like, what? I'm at terminal four, right? So I have to go to gate 20, right? So I'm hustling, <laughs> right? I finally bubble get guts. over there, right? Bubble guts, bubble guts. I wave my bags, I wave my bags, whatever, get that in. And then I see there's a line to go through security checkpoint. It's like out of control. And then somebody comes over. We just opened up where I just came from. Mm. So I'm like, see, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm running. I get there, right? <clears throat> I, I get through. I get just in time to start boarding. I get on my plane. It's a connecting flight to Miami, right? So I'm like, all right, it's a two-hour flight to Miami, like two and a half hours, right? So I'm like, all right. So I was fine initially until I had the coffee, right? And I had coffee, whatever. And then I was like, you don't, the worst thing, last thing you want to do is go to the bathroom on a plane, right? Because everyone's going to know. So I'm like, there's no way. There's no way, right? So I'm trying not to think of it. You know, it, you know the stomach's rumbling, it's gurgling, right? Then, you know, then you start getting warm, right? You're like, oh, shit, right? And then you start getting sweats. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, oh, this is, I said, Sam, you, you, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, but everyone's going to look at you that that walk of shame. And I was like, I don't want to do it. Right. So now we're making, we're getting close. We're about to land. Right. <laughs> so, 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 so we're about to, we're about to land, you know, we're, we're approaching the airport and, and I get an alert that they already started boarding for my connecting flight. Now, mind you, I got a rumble in the jungle and I'm like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom first. Right. But now I got to go from both. Right, both ends, right? So I'm like, this is both ends. What I'm the like, hell is going on? Bladder's full. My, my, oh, my, oh, I thought you had to throw up for something. Oh, no, this right. junk okay. in my trunk, my bladder's full. I'm like, yo, I gotta okay. go. Right? Okay. So we land, we're on a tarmac, and it says 20 minutes till takeoff. My plane, right? And it was still on the tarmac. We finally get to the gate. I'm running through everybody, and there's like 15 minutes left, but I have to go to the bathroom. So I run into the bathroom, and it's like, it's like God of War, bro. It's like God of War. It's like, ah, right? And uh, so then I hear 
Last call for flight to for San Juan, Puerto Rico. I was like, no. So I'm washing my hands. And mind you, we're on the opposite. You did more than just washing hands. We're on the opposite <laughs> side of the terminal. So I'm holding it. I was like, dum 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 and, and I finally get there. The door's closed. I see the lady. I'm like, she goes, oh, you just made it. You're so lucky. We got one. And I go in and I sit down on the plane. I'm like, oh. So you're, that was my morning going to bro, Puerto Rico. You're, you're, you're one of those flyers that I hate when I'm sitting inside the plane. And the reason why we're not taking off is because we're waiting for one last person to get on the freaking plane. And you're that person that walks oh, you don't, you don't know. Oh, God. You don't know. So then, you know, so then well, I, get to, I get to PR, right? I go get, you know, because I have four luggage. And the luggage combined, the four pieces is over 200 pounds, right? So I got all this four so luggage. You, my- you have four. You have four. You checked in two bags and you carried checked two in bags? three bags. Three bags. Okay. And I had because it was a connecting flight. I checked all three, and I had my book bag, my duffel bag. It was how a much huge- did they charge you? How much did they charge you for that? The- Yo, they charged me for the extra two forty for the second bag and hundred and fifty for the third. Wait, forty for what? Wait, hold on a second. Forty for the second bag and hundred fifty. Yo, so that's the first one. The first one was free. They you, you the second one was forty. And the third one was how much? One fifty. No, almost two hundred dollars. I didn't know until I got there. It was too Bro, late. What? It was too late to apologize because it was already it was already <laughs> packed. Right? Oh my god! <laughs> so so I get there. I get my stuff. I catch a cab. We're going to the convention center, right? Because I have to go to the convention center first to get offload all these bags before I go to the hotel. So we drive there. He doesn't know how to get to the loading dock. And I don't know how to say loading dock in Spanish. I just kept, you know, you, you ever seen Fluffy, the, the comic? Um, was it? I'm not big. I'm Fluffy. Julio, I'm not fat. Yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. No, what's his name? Something. Julio. No, it's not Julio. It's, it's not Julio. Else. It's Iglesias. Gabriel Iglesias. Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. Right? So the wrong I'm day. like, I say, I say, acá no, allá sí. Acá no, allá sí. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I got. I was like, you know, and, my, and I don't have time to go to dock the Lodo. <laughs> right? I said, so he goes into the parking lot. You have to pay. Now it's four dollars to enter the parking lot. And now he goes to the other side. There's a big fence where the loading docks on the opposite side of the fence. And I was like, I said, look, here, here's the four dollars for the parking. I said, I gotta go. I got out. I took my stuff, threw it over the fence, hopped over the fence, <laughs> rolled over to the loading Wait, dock. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> How high is this fence? Like... It's about six feet. Hey, so I'm like, brah. And I go, back in Queens. So now I'm lugging it. And then the security won't let me in to, because I don't have the bed. Because ba- you jumped the, the fence? I don't, I don't have a wristband. Because <laughs> yeah. you need to have a wristband to come this way. You have to go the opposite, which is another 100 yards I had to walk. With all those bags by myself. I'm like, oh man. So I walk all the way to the end. I finally get through. I go to I get my table. I'm I set everything up, right? Wait, what's the and weather like in Puerto Rico at the at when the I got there? It was fine. No, no, but like hot, like 80s. What it was in the 80s, but when I got there, it was fine. But then it started thunderstorming every night. Every no, day. I, I'm thinking just how much it was must have been like I hate the heat when you're carrying all that stuff with you. Yeah, I was bags. I was I was wet as a cat. That's what I'm saying. I was like... wet as a cat. I, it was horrible, <laughs> right? So anyway, so I get there, I, I find my table, beautiful, prime location, main aisle. Walk right to my booth, right? And then another cross aisle. So I'm like, yo, this is going to be fabulous. I'm, this is going to be fire, right? I set everything up. I go to the hotel. They can't find my 
packages from Comics Wellspring and Amazon. And I'm like, yo, my the comics that I had shipped there. So I was like, I'm not leaving until I get it. So I was like, I need the stuff. And then um, then they finally got, they found the comics, but they couldn't find my gridded stuff. So I took the comics back to the convention center. I finished setting up. How, how far is the convention center from the place? Because The convention center, now mind you, I'm at the hotel. Yeah. Right across the street. It's right across the street. But I they didn't let me go into the front door with luggage. I had to go all the way around to the loading dock. Yo, yeah. beast mode, right? So, okay. so I get there. I set up everything. And um, so everything's fine. I meet the guy next to me. We're talking. He's telling me about how, how many years he's been there, whatever. I go back to my my room. And then I go to the, So I, I have the app because I'm a member for the Marriott because I traveled a lot with my other company. So I messaged the leadership team saying I'm a little discouraged because, you know, the package was delivered yesterday. Diego signed for it and no one can find it and they're not willing to help me. Diego. I got to the hotel. They had it waiting for me, bro. They were like, because I, I went above their heads. So anyway, so <clears throat> next morning I get up, I go to the convention center. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I get there. Um, I'm vlogging, right? I'm set, you know, the booth set up and the whole bit and I hear water. Cause it's because the sky opened up, thunderstorm. I hear water. This was on the same night that you landed. This is on the second day. This is on second. the first day of the convention. The first day. So that's first Saturday. morning, right before Friday, they right? open the doors. Yeah, Friday. Friday, right before they open the doors. I hear shh, and I look. Water's coming from the ceiling right in my booth, behind my table on the chairs. Yeah, it's coming down hard. I'm like, oh. So then they're like, and so I, I call, security's looking, everyone's trying to figure out what to do. And they're like, oh, we have a spot for you over there. I said, is there anyone who can help me move this? Because I just set everything up. No, you have to do it by yourself. They wouldn't even help me move. And they I had to move to a less prime location. So the other artists helped me carry everything. Oh, no, that's not the artist like, yo, we got you. And so they helped me move everything to my new location. I was pissed because now I'm no longer in the main area i'm in the i'm in the middle of stuff and i'm stressed out so that was the beginning of it but um when, uh, when you said that it was gay i thought i thought for some reason i thought you were like outside us i realized they had a whole leak situation oh there was four 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 six artists that they were that they were rained on um and they had to move all six of the people uh one decided to stay and just ask for garbage cans to for it to fall into and wanted to stay i said i must be doing that because the splashing was going on the table. I was like, I'm not doing You're bougie. That. You're bougie. You're from New York. That man right there was like, yo, bro, this is nothing. Give, give me give me garbage can. We're good here. Yeah, because yeah, he didn't pay a hundred. I, I wonder how he did that. Bag check. That's why. I wonder I wonder how he I wonder how he did. did. Did you ever get a chance to walk around to see what that section was looking like? Nah, he's probably drowning or something. He's and probably, uh <laughs> by drowning in cash. Because it didn't <laughs> stop raining until Sunday. Yeah. It was thunderstorming, and you heard it. In, now, mind you, this is a convention center, and you can hear the thunder and lightning outside. Yeah. And mind you, there were like sixty thousand people, and the noise <laughs> with the people, you still heard the thunder with all those people. Mark said, "Drowning in cash." <laughs> Word. That's what I'm saying, Mark. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so that was the that was the whole thing. But the good thing about there was some positives about it. You know, the, the startup. Oh, then I, you know, that first day when I get there, when I unload everything. I'm uh -huh. walking through the parking lot by myself, and there's yeah. a rooster in the parking lot. And I was like, hey, what's up? Bub? And he looks at me, and he takes a crap. I was like, thanks. He's like, welcome to the What are you talking to me for? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, he looks at me, it just drops. But I said, no respect, man. I was like, this nah, is man. But, uh, no time for that. Yeah, but That's for the most amazing. part, um, you know, uh, 
uh, I got to meet with a lot of people. There were several people who watched the art channel who came there just to meet me and get a copy of the book, which is free freaking amazing. I thought that was fa uh, fantastic. Um, <laughs> Big shout out to Indie Comics Relay, who's in, I think that might either might be Keith or Johnny C, not sure. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so channels, yeah, that was, that, that was amazing. Um, I got 30 new subscribers to the art channel just from the convention um, uh, for people who uh, bought the books. Um, and, uh, you know, um, and duty was a hit and, and a lot of great feedback. Did I make what I spent? No. Um, but from a networking standpoint, uh, I try to look at the positive cause I was, you know, I was like, what that, what's going on? Um, you know, a lot of new people have duty that never ha had it before. Um, my, the traffic on my website has been on fire since I've, since I've been there. Um, I get about 20 to 30 new visitors from Puerto Rico a day on my website. So thank you. Shout out to everybody from Puerto Rico. Um, the subscribers to the channel, my IG has been blowing up with followers. Um, and there's, there's, there's about a little close to a hundred people who have my books now, um, in Puerto Rico. So that's fantastic. Um, and I appreciate every single one of you, uh, for your support, but you know, the challenge is, is real anime is King out there. Cosplay rocks out there. Um, um, I think uh, cosplay is taking over conventions. Like, yo, six out of six out of every 10 people were in cosplay. Yeah. Anime is the king. If you were an anime artist, you were making money. You were making bank. Those are the people who are making the girl next to me. She was an anime artist. Her line would not stop. I was, I was, I was encroaching on her line and that I got some sales from her line. Um, and it was really because I had duty as Goku. I had duty as, um, uh, dash. I had duty as a bunch of anime characters and those were the prints that people were buying. Um, but, uh, it was, uh, it was huge for anime. Um, uh, and then the big boys, you know, dominated. Yes, I have duty exclusive leftovers. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, actually, at least if uh, if anybody pledges to a physical tier tonight on the show, before we get off uh, the air, we're going to raffle off uh, one of the covers. Yes. So anybody who makes a physical pledge tonight, if anybody makes a physical pledge tonight, that opens it up to everybody who's pledged to a physical tier. And we're going to throw all those names not in a hat, whatever situation Sammy's got over there. And we're going to raffle off a brand new, uh, you know, PR special. So, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Tell a friend. I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. So, uh, so Sam, yeah. before, before we bring in Jeff, uh, do you recommend this show? Like, let's say somebody is thinking from here, from the States to go into Puerto Rico and do the Puerto Rico Comic Con. Do you recommend it as an indie to do that show? If you're if you don't have a fan base, no. Uh, if you're an anime artist, yes. Um, manga, anime, you'll 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 be a superstar over there. Um, but if you're a traditional comic book artist with no, if you haven't cultivated a following, it's no, it's too expensive, it's too risky. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, you know, I, I would suggest that if you have family out there that you can stay with, you know, do get yourself like a, a flight with multiple connections to save money. Um, you know, if you're, well, gonna, you're, you're but, flying from Texas, so it's kind of hard. Like for me, from from New York, it's probably easier to fly out. It's cheaper that. from New York. Yeah, yeah I would have saved eight hundred dollars if I flew yeah, from New York. Yeah, yeah, it's a um, lot cheaper. So from New York, it's very different. Yeah. So, but again, if you're an anime or manga artist, you're yeah. gonna make bank out there. You're gonna do extremely well. I was telling yeah, you that your Wonder Duck would do yeah. well because it's yeah. drawn by anime artists, yeah. a manga style artist. Yeah, make 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 a vacation out of it. That that's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, um, but uh, it's just logistically it's expensive to ship your stuff to all that stuff, you know. Um, um, but um, uh, if you're just going for networking purpose and exposure, I gave out 500 free trading cards 
And because of that, I got 30 new subscribers to the art channel. And I got a lot of traffic on the website. Um, and I and I was able to, because of the trading cards, people came back. So on Fridays, they got the trading card. They came back on Sunday to make purchases, right? Because they, it was served as a reminder. See, if, if I'm going there to network, I probably would just buy a ticket just to get into the show and then just pass that stuff around as I'm walking through the, through the I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, if it's just for networking, I probably wouldn't get a table. If yeah. it's just for networking, you know what yeah. I mean? And there's so many rules in Puerto Rico um, that the convention center doesn't make it easy on you. You can't you can't sell unless you have a permit from Puerto Rico. You can't. Um, um, uh, Squarespace does not work in Puerto Rico. I found out the hard way. Three transactions would not go through. I'm like, what's going on? And uh, so unless they had cash. So I lost a lot of sales because they didn't have cash. Um, the, and some people had PayPal, so they were able to pay through PayPal. But if they didn't have PayPal, um, I didn't make a sale. If they didn't have cash or PayPal, I lost the sales. So I lost a good 25 sales because they were using something that um, an app that's only in Puerto Rico that goes through Banco Popular. And um, and uh, I, I'm not part of that system. So um, I lost out on that. Yeah. Well, interesting. Yeah. So you'd have to find out what it is that they use for credit cards. Yeah. 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 No, that, there's a lot that goes into it, man. You forget yeah. how, how, how important all that stuff is. Yeah, so hey, have, Lori, what's going on? <laughs> you have what hey what's up um yeah so we have our guest in the waiting room so we're gonna bring him on and we're gonna be talking about his series that's on kickstarter right now the end of all terminus so let's bring him on mr jeffrey haas what's up buddy hey how, how's everyone what's going on jeff how you doing man doing very well i got some, some do you see the familiar, uh, familiar faces in the chat room area laurie yeah. hello Indie yeah. comics relay hello <laughs> good to see them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all came out, man. They all came out. How you doing? How's that? How's how's it going with the with the campaign? I know you have like what two days left. We're down to forty seven hours. 47 We're seventy one dollars away from our first stretch goal. So it it it's, it's so far so good. Uh, we we obviously passed our funding goal. So as long as no one uh, pulls, and all we got to do is seventy one more seventy one more dollars, and we have a stretch goal. And then if we get to two thousand dollars, we get a backup story. So. Let's nice. try to get it all in the 48 hours. Yeah, 47 yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. And I know there are a lot of friendly faces in the chat, but for those who don't know who Jeffrey Haas is, why don't you give us a little little background of uh, who you are and just introduce yourself to the audience there. All right. Um, I was cold, born, born on a cold day in January. No, uh, <laughs> I don't know uh, that's how far back we want to go. Um, I'm, I'm a um, podcaster. Uh, I, I'm the host of Traversing the Stars podcast. I'm a publicist, and I'm also the writer of Malik Running Devil, Sanctus, The Nightmare Patrol, and now um, the end of all terminus. So I've done um, doing multiple things, and and the day uh, my day job is an English teacher, high school English teacher to a drug and alcohol school. So nice, yeah. That's Man, just a little bit of information on me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice and concise. Nice and concise. So English teacher, huh? Is is that where your love for writing came from? Just is that? I mean, well, you became an English teacher because you loved the the, the writing aspect of it. Tell yeah. Me um. Yeah. Originally, I I went to school for anthropology and I studied uh, primatology for a while. So I worked with chimpanzees. I worked with rhesus monkeys. I worked with howler monkeys. And then I thought to myself, well, this is kind of interesting. I'm not fulfilled in any way, shape, or form. So I decided let's move into uh, something I do care about, which is teaching and education. And I'm a writer. My uh, from a, a line of my father's a writer as well. So I'm a second generation writer um, and a second generation English major. So I decided, what the hell? Let's go back to school. Went back to school for second secondary education uh, English, and I've been teaching now for about seven, eight years. Eight years, I think. So, so second generation writer, Jeff, the, the, is that is that is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Like, with your dad being a writer, did you feel there was more pressure 
to write, or, or was there less, or was it easier because he was a writer? Tell us yeah, about that dynamic. Yeah, when, when yeah, you know, in many ways, um, my father is my bigger supporter. Um, he's the one who edits my work, and nothing gets published until it goes past my dad's eyes. And you know, that. and he's honest. He's a very honest man. But sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But at the end of the day, <laughs> honesty is always a, a good policy to have. And you know, he he taught me the basic of writing. He taught me um, when I was younger, more than unfortunately English teachers had at the, back in the day. But, but he but he taught me, you know, the, the basics. Sort of like, I guess the number one rule I remember him telling me was just because you know what's happening doesn't mean the reader understands what's mm. happening. You have to assume the reader is not in your brain figuring out all the things you have not connected the dots to. So go back, read ahead, make sure you don't know anything about the story. Is it all there? And he helped me understand that, understand through that characterization, plot, and all that stuff. And I owe that to my father. Wow. Yeah. You know what? That's so interesting, man, because you do. We, that, that's one of those things that you forget, right? Yeah. You know the story. We know the story. We know what's going on. But that reader has no idea what's going on in the story. And it's your job to to let make them understand and know exactly where you're going with it. So that that's that's a great advice, man. Well, that's why you need a good editor. And I think every comic book needs a good editor. Um, I have my father. When I work, write uh, Malik Running Devil, there's also um, the publisher, uh, Fee, Fee, uh, Phoebe Xavier, who also edits as well. So a lot of eyes looking. And you'll be surprised about how much stuff you miss. Because believe it or not, uh, one thing you learn as a teacher as well, when you read, your brain kind of connects dots that aren't there necessarily. And, you'll, and what you think is on paper because of how you wrote it, it's not necessarily there. But every time you read it, you know what you're you meant to say, and your brain just fills in those dots and completes those sentences. So it helps to have someone there who goes, "It's not you're not seeing what you think you're seeing. You're not adding what you think you need to add." And you know they connect the dots, all the dots for you, and help you see it differently. And it's hard to get edits. I mean, um, just a couple of days ago, um, my editor for One Two Three Go, a few big Xavier or Malagrain the Devil. Uh, told me, you know, I thought I had a great issue five. I was like, this is kicking ass issue five done. This is awesome. And I'm so proud. And I handed it to her. And she's like, you're missing some stuff on your plotting. The time is a little bit off, you know, and, and how things are. And I, and I, you know, and you get a little aggravated, you know, you, you should stop for a little while, breathe, take it all in. And then I stopped. And I thought about, it. I was like, all right, whether I fully agree or I kind of agree, I'm going to go with what she's talking about. And I, and she's going to force me to look at these issues again, issue five again, and that's going to help me make a better comic book, I think. So having eyes, having editors are very important. Even if yeah. you're not someone who's professional, just someone who has eyes who you trust, you can go, you know, slow your roll a little bit, take a look. Is is val- I think is is invaluable. Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. And 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 ASAP, uh, you know, Paul said it best. You know, they are unsung heroes. Like you don't realize how important better yeah. that there is until you put something out and it's, it's complete garbage because you didn't have one looking at it. Right. Oh man, that's incredible. So, so I, I know we, you know, we have, we have some time here, but why don't we dive into this, the end of all terminus story Perfect. that you're promoting on Kickstarter. Tell us a little bit about the story. All right. So it's kind of an, um, an epic sci-fi tale. Um, the basic premise is the universe is dying and the last seven sentients in the universe aborted a ship called the Terminus in an attempt to leave our universe. The idea being there's a border to our universe you can exit, which does um, some astrophysics do believe that's true. Mm-hmm. And the idea being, if you can escape our universe, there's survival there. But these seven species don't get along. They don't like each other. Each one kind of believes that their own species is the only one that's worth keeping or worth surviving. So they're not necessarily friends. They're more of just using each other because it's convenient at the time for the ship. And the story is a little bit um, Game of Thrones. It's a little bit of um, Aliens as well, a little bit of Star Trek. 
And I think, like I said, it's a great adventure story. It has uh, it's thoughtful. It's a lot of good characterizations. A lot of pretty big cast. Um, it also has a lot of um, action. But one of the ways I sell the story as well is the, the ship has two hundred fifty thousand people in the ship. Mm-hmm. By the end of the story, there'll be about ten to twelve left. So if a lot is going to happen, we're going to lose quite a bit of cast. Hopefully, some that you like. Hopefully, some that you don't. And like I said, I think it's going to be a, a smart, exciting, um, a little elevated of a story. Uh, that's good, man. And I'm just looking through your through your uh, through your rewards there on the side. I mean, listen, for eight bucks, you can get a, a physical copy of the book. I mean, that, that's yeah. that's amazing, man. Is this is this a one shot? Is this the first issue of a run? It, it's going to be the first. It's going to be the first issue of a run. And like I said, you can get literally four all four variants for twenty five dollars, which averages just a little for six uh, six bucks a comic. Yeah. Um, I, I try to price this for everyone who doesn't have a lot of money uh, because I don't have a lot of money, so I'm trying <laughs> to afford it with people in mind who are a little that's cash right. conscious. Um, but yeah, um, so a first issue of, of a run, um, and I think, but in the first issue, you get a first, a full sense of the concept, the story, and hopefully you'll enjoy the, the love of the writing. And like I said, there's a lot of good tiers for $2, you get the PDF or, and that's only like two bucks. A PDF isn't too bad. That's literally, you know, less than coffee. And yeah. once again, that's just for people, once again, who don't have a lot of money, who don't know me and may not even trust me for two bucks, give it a shot. Um, and then maybe hope for me anyway, is that later on. They want to go further in the next issue, uh, Kickstarter. I want to go, you know, buy physical, maybe buy some of the other stuff around it. But it's all priced at a point for people who just want to give it a shot and trust it and, and maybe not have the deepest pockets in the world. Yeah. Is the book finished or are you guys still working on it? Where, where um, we're 14 pages into the first 24 page issue. Okay. Um, a lot of, like most Kickstarters, pretty much all the money goes to the artist to complete the work and the printing. So basically how the idea works is that um, the goal was to pay off uh, Brad Schiff to complete the pages, who's the artist, and also for printing. And then what everything after that uh, is being split between me and the artist. The artist is going to get not only a tip, but goes towards his pockets. And then some of my money goes towards paying for the second issue. Right. And hopefully with the second issue, we can produce even quicker and over time have a, a very, you know, hopefully get it to it's like every couple of months, every every few months, another issue can pop out. Right, right, yeah, no, cool. I, I like the pages that you have there, the preview. Yeah, Bradshaw, uh, Brad uh, really killed it. He's he's a great artist, um, and and also a very tolerant artist because I'm not very visually strong. So a lot of my uh, you know input to him is make it just make it cool. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, he's a warrior race, like uh, like Thrax is in the warrior race. I'm like, just make him look cool, make him look like warriors, make him look cool. And he's like, oh. Okay, uh, we'll we'll make it look cool, and then he'll do a ship. He goes, what kind of ship are you thinking about? Like, what do you see in your head? A big yeah. ship, fast ship. Just make it look cool. And he's like, "All right, dude." And 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 <laughs> the amount of tolerance on this guy, I, I I really do think he has like a picture of me on like a punching bag and just punching the crap out of it. But he's not around. It's like, you son of a bitch, just give me an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so so your scripts are pretty obviously very open. I mean, it's just it's basically I mean, like who's in the plant panel kind of thing, or do you do like almost like um, hey, this I, is happening on the page? I, I, I do I, I do do a, a full script. I mm-hmm. do have some details, but as I tell the artist. I trust the artist visually better more than me. Yeah. And I trust that every idea that I had is not necessarily good in my, it's good in my head maybe, but not good on a page, which is two dimensional versus three dimensional thought. So I trust him to look at what I have, see the details of what I'm thinking about on that panel, and then go, let me actually make sense of this and make it good. And then uh, he does. And on, you know, and, and for every page he's made it better and he gives input. And once in a while I give a little input, like, well, let's try this little angle. But for the most part, I trust my artist to sometimes throw away the script and say, I have a better idea. And nice. I will say almost 90% of the time, I think to myself, you did. 
you do yeah. have a better idea. And you got to trust your artist. If your artist is not part of your team, then either something wrong with you as not being a proper team member or you didn't pick the right artist. But the artist has to be a team member. You have to trust them and you have to kind of let them do uh, right, uh, at least draw to their strengths. Yeah. And I think a lot of it too is if, if the artist loves the story, you're probably going to get the best out of that artist because they're committed yeah. to making that story that much better. Where did the idea for the story come from? Jeff, like uh, where did it come from? I'm not really sure. Like there, it's sometimes as a, as a writer, things just pound in your head suddenly and they kind of like pop in. And I had a, an image towards the end of mm -hmm. where the story was going to go. It had this visual of, of the, of the last couple of pages of the story. And I can't give it away, but it's, I think it's really cool. And it's really different than what most people have seen. Yeah. But when that idea came in, the, I was running on a, um, a one shot short story. It was kind of like an old West ghost story. And I was like, and I kind of was writing it and I was kind of getting stuck. And this idea just kept hitting me in the head over and over again. And I realized I wouldn't, it wouldn't stop making noise until I, I wrote it down. Right. And I, as I wrote it, it got better. It got stronger. It got more interesting. And I got hooked into my own story, which hopefully every writer does. And I decided this is it. This is the story. But where did the actual like nugget of the idea come from? Mm -hmm. Not a percent positive. I think sometimes as a writer, it's just something just kind of like germinates and just kind of pops in there almost like almost like a um like a, like a parasite like just like it's like a little seed goes in there and then starts like growing and you're like okay it's a story i gotta do this and yeah. then when it doesn't stop um hitting you you gotta write it down to to quiet it yeah yeah no it, it's so true i just i i think that part of that the process like just not just from creating the, the the story but also where do you go from there when you say write it down did you did you have a title first did you have a character was it was it a plot that, that you maybe came up with first. What came first in, in this particular case? All right. And, and, like originally the, the idea was the the visual. Like I said, the end, the last couple of pages of the end of the series is what popped first. And then it kind of worked backwards. How did I get here? And then obviously the ship, the universe kind of came with that. Once again, I had to have a dying universe, had to have a border to this universe, an edge. And then kind of working backwards. And then I started thinking about what I wanted to say in the combo because while the idea is cool and I really love it, and let's see if something worth saying, you, you're not no point in writing anything so as i started working backwards and thinking what do i want to talk about what do i want to say about things the characters started coming up the species started coming out and as the species kind of became um a little more fleshed out who would be the best representation of that species started getting a little more traction and kind of and it was almost like a backtracking oh. until i eventually had the first idea the first issue um and then from there i'm letting you know the story kind of took off a little bit from that first issue and it kind of went in a diff slightly different direction or faster than I was going to go to, but it need, I do believe in letting the story breathe as well. But there is, um, I wrote down the plot points. There's what, what I would say is sort of like Dr. Who, there's fixed points in time, things that are unmutable. I'm going to write this. This has to happen in the story for it to make sense. I put in those fixed points, but at the same time, you got to let your story breathe a little bit about how you get there. Certain characters became more prominent. Other characters, um, I thought to myself, you know, they're not as interested as I thought they were going to be. So maybe push them a little bit back into the corner. Um, some characters that, that I that I had as well, the, like the characters who were going to survive. I thought I knew who they were going to be. And as I'm writing the first issue, I'm thinking, okay, this character is too cool. <laughs> that character is too interesting. I might have to rethink how I approach this. And it just kind of kept building from there. Yeah, no, that's interesting, man. I, I, I love the creative process. Lori had a question here. She says, how many issues in the series did I miss that answer? <laughs> you didn't miss the answer because I didn't give the answer. <laughs> it, it, it's going to be, um, it, it's longer than a, than a short miniseries. Um, some of it's going to be, there's not a definite 
end number to it, though it definitely has an end. Mm. Um, a little bit's got to do with the success of the Kickstarters, how quickly, um, how well it does, how what's the reaction to it. Um, it could uh, change the length, but I'm going to be pur- purposely cagey about the issue numbers for now. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry, Laurie. <laughs> well, that's an interesting. That's an interesting point of view. Any reason why you decided to go that route with regards to reaction to the product, rather than um, saying, "Here's my plot. This is how many issues I want to do." Um, why'd you go that? Why, why that decision? Well, like like many things, when, when you when you look at um, a series. Um, it's almost like a publisher uh, looks at the series. You got to think to yourself, is there a demand for it? If I, if you start seeing the, for a lot of comic books in the, in the real publishing world, what you see is a massive drop off the second issue drop. Um, usually it's about, if it's good, the good comic book, the first issue was good, maybe 50% drop after the first issue is 60. Then you have standard attrition after that. If there's standard attrition and it continues to happen, then you might have to, you know, wrap it up, um, you know, uh, tighten it up. There's, um, but if the demand continues and you see people are still coming back, they want more, then it does give you more flexibility. You want to stop when the audience is no longer interested or before the, they stop being interested. So there's a thought that I want to make sure the story completes and I want to complete it before, well, at least while the audience is still interested in, in the story in that point. So I do keep it flexible. There's a big picture um, number of issues that I have in my mind if everything is perfect. There's a short one in case I need to start wrapping things up. So you're approaching it as a, a as a network would approach a series, almost like a TV show where it gets canceled. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking of sort of like uh, like like a standard publisher would, where yeah. they look at the attrition, they go, "Is this still viable?" And that's right. kind of how how I'm, how I'm going to make sure I look at it because this is my first Kickstarter, this is the first issue. Um, hopefully, all goes well. Audience builds, everyone likes it, and they're like, "Keep going, keep going, awesome." Hopefully, it's not the other way. If the other, if it's the other way. Oh, that's not good, but you got to still, but that means you got to pivot. Yeah. Yeah. Now you did have a, obviously the goal on the Kickstarter. Are you, are you happy with what you've accomplished so far or were you expecting more? Where are you as far as like your expectations of the project so far? Like as a, if we like it, if we love it, you think that there's more like right now, how do you feel? Well, um, I think in many ways, I'm one of those people who very rarely gets, happy about anything as far as i like, always want the next level yeah, like yeah. if i made like five thousand dollars it'd be like well six thousand would have been the goal you know i want that yeah, number um that it's kind of the person that i have um i hit the goal and so there's success once you hit the goal and it's paid for it's guaranteed the issue is definitely going to happen issue two is already um been discussed with the artist is moving forward issue three the issue itself is being is already being plotted i have you know, I'm guaranteed moving forward. So that's a success. That's a fantastic mm-hmm. success. And I enjoy that. Do I always want to make more? Of course. I mean, it would have been fantastic if when I put it out there, people were like, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing. And I got, you know, 500 backers. And it was like, just, I was like, oh my God, I can yeah, quit right. my day job. This is doing so well. <laughs> I mean, obviously that that's always, that's always um, what you want, yeah. but do I feel, um, but I will say anytime you hit your goal, you're, um, you were a success. And that's kind of how I'm, I'm viewing it as yeah. um, the goal was hit. First issue is guaranteed. The second issue is already going to get started. But with the artist, I'm feeling good. Good, man. Good, good. Awesome. So you, when, when do you think we will be getting uh, the book? All right. Um, like I said, uh, Brad Ship is up to page 14. I'm thinking it will be shipped probably by the end of July. 
uh, potential beginning of August. That's because of the shipping of uh, when it gets printing and obviously the printing. But the PDF, people who order the PDF are going to get it faster because right. they're not worried about the printer and they're not worried about shipping. Um, so probably if you're getting the PDF, probably July. If you're waiting for um, the, the hard copy to get to you, it's going to end up probably being August, because, depending on how fast. I'm probably going to use uh, Comics Wellspring, how fast they can get around to me. Yeah, got it, got it. Yeah, I know they have like a fulfilling, uh, I guess, portion of their publishing also. So I don't know if you're going to use that or you're going to do it on your own, the fulfilling? What are the plans? Uh, um, more than likely, I'll probably do it on my own. I yeah. um, Just because I, I'm the control freak in me kind of wants to make yeah. sure it goes out and they're properly protected. Yeah, everyone yeah. gets theirs. And then eventually, they also, if you get the first stretch goal, which like that's $71 away, um, they're, they're going to get magnets. Uh, this is the first stretch goal with uh, it's like business size card magnets with the the image of the uh, terminus on the card. Um, that's gonna have to be put into comic books individually for anyone who got a, a physical yeah. copy. Right. And so I gotta do that as well. I don't think they'll do that at Comics Wellspring for me. So I'll, I'll send it, get it myself, and I'll ship it out. And hopefully everyone who and, and I'll sign them. They'll all be signed, uh, autographed as well. So it's something Comics Wellspring also won't be able to do. So hopefully I get to I'll sign each one and. Thank everybody for participating, and that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I think it, it looks great, man. It looks great. I mean, the fact that you funded it—that's amazing. And now, stretch goals, right? Forty-seven hours to get some yes. more stuff, to get some more goodies for everybody. So, if you're watching right now and you haven't done so yet, go to the show notes or go to the go to the uh, chat. I'm sure there's going to be a link in there. Just go ahead and pledge to uh, Jeff's campaign, which is live right now. Forty-seven hours. You know, it's crazy. Once once you get down to that amount of time, you just start counting it down. It just, you know, the 47 hours, 46, I, 45. It starts going crazy. It, it, I will say Kickstarters, man, they're freaking hard. They're tiring. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> they're draining. And I will tell you right now, my refresh finger is really freaking tired <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Lori well, says she's a backer, so go check is. it out. Right. She is. I greatly yeah. appreciate uh, Lori backing. That was always That was fantastic. Thank you. Um, yep. Did it live on air too, and I greatly appreciate that. Nice. Um, nice. And yeah, so on the one hand, you know, it's nice that people are getting. It. On the other hand, it's nice. I want it to be over, <laughs> so I can I can move on and and do it. These things, like I said, they're 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 hard. They're harder than I think a, a regular job in many ways. Oh, it's, it's tough, dude. How long did you run it for? Was it a thirty day campaign? Um, it, it was a thirty day campaign. Yeah. It feels longer, but it, I think it was still thirty days. <laughs> it, it, I, I think I time looped somewhere in the middle, and I can't remember <laughs> what was going on anymore. It is nuts, man. It is nuts, man. But yeah, no, congratulations on, on funding, and you know, hopefully. What do you got? Like it's uh, fifteen hundred dollars is your is your stretch goal? Uh, fifteen hundred dollars gets me the is the Magnus. Two thousand dollars gets you a Thraxis backup story where oh, you'll right. find some details about who he was before the Terminus. Right. So I think he's kind of like my like um, you know I think he's going to be the ca character that catches on the most. So people may enjoy the backup story, right. but at the moment fifteen hundred would be, will get you some nice fancy Magnus. All right, Jeff. So we're at the point where I'm going to give you the screen and I want you to deliver your elevator pitch on why people need to back this campaign and then how they can reach you on social media. So here you are. Go for it. All right. The, the End of All Terminus is a fantastic sci-fi story. I think it's going to be one of the best sci-fi new sci-fi stories of 2023. Uh, if you like big ideas, smart stories, this is the one for you. If you love Star Trek, you love Game of Thrones, you love the movie Aliens, this is your uh, comic book to buy. Um and like I said, right now you got 47 hours left to do it. So please, everyone, do it. Uh, where you can find me is pretty much everywhere on Twitter. You can find me under J Haas Interviews. Uh, you can find me on Traversing um, uh, Traversing the Stars. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Jeff Haas. Traversing the Stars has a page as well. So this Terminus has a page as well. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under Vector underscore Comics. You can find me under Traversing underscore the underscore Stars. 
Um, you can find me on the Traversing the po Stars podcast on YouTube and Podbean. So you can find me there. So you can pretty much find me wherever it is you're looking. I have hoard myself on every social media platform possible. Outstanding. Very nice. Outstanding. Very nice. Sir, thank you again. Thank you for being on the show. Much success to your campaign. Thank you. Uh, and all the things that you're doing. I love that backdrop, all, all of those images on your wall. Those are my former prior comic books. That's my Vandy wall right there. And lucky my wife is tolerant enough to allow me to have done it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, lucky guy. Lucky guy. <laughs> I am back. Very lucky. No, thank you so much, Jeff. And we'll chat soon, man. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. You got it. For the peace. All right. So that was Jeff Haas. And again, my dogs are barking because I know someone's at the door. I don't know what's going on. But uh, again, check it out. The link is in the chat. It's also in the summary. Um, uh, get yourself a copy of Terminus if you haven't done so already. Yes. yes. Um, Before we go real quick, I promise, Laurie Calcaterra, I have this Choose Your Own Adventure book, Path of the Pale Rider. Laurie, I'm on page 16. So I've survived to page 16 right now. It's a really cool book. I suggest you guys Pick it up. I don't know if it's one of your add-ons on your campaign, Lori, but this is freaking awesome. So yeah, I'm I'm surviving so far. We'll yeah, see that, 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 that cover is sick, and the the quality is sick. Oh, um, it's it's I'm awesome, not... dude. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, but again, um, again, uh, if you make a physical pledge tonight, um, for Disney in my toilet, um, you get a, a chance to get this uh, Loco Take It Easy limited edition Puerto Rico oh, Comic Con cover of Duty Rambo Duty. So um. Again, all you have to do is make a physical pledge tonight, and uh, you will be able to get the copy of that cover right there. Um, uh, what do you call it? Oh, yeah. So, and again, if you haven't done so already, again, um, check out my art channel, The Art of Samuel. I do want to say shout out to everybody from Puerto Rico um, who came over and showed your boy some love and even um, tolerated my Spanglish. You know, you guys were so patient with me. In fact, it was funny. There was just, there was one person who struggled with English and I struggled with Spanish. So we're like, we'll help each other through this conversation. So it was, it was a fun conversation and, uh, and uh, we laughed so much, just trying to, you know, we communicated with each other it was fantastic, but, uh, everybody was so, um, uh, amazing and, and so receptive to duty. And, uh, they were just very kind to me, um, in general. And I had, uh, I had, even though, you know, Financially, the, the event wasn't where I wanted it to be from a networking and exposure standpoint. Duty has a lot more doodsters. Um, and I appreciate everybody who came over and showed your boy some love at the Puerto Rico Comic Con. And even as we're talking on the show, um, the, my website, because I get an alert every time someone visits my website, getting a lot of visits from Puerto Rico. So shout out to Mi Gente in Puerto Rico. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of you out there. Um, and again, my next show is going to be the... Um, Central Texas Comic Con in Waco, Texas at the end of the month, 29th and 30th. So I'll be in Waco again, doing my thing, but um, um, there. And uh, so, you know, spreading the duty love and uh, more to come. Remember, A Kid in a Comic um, drops May. It starts hitting stores. It's, um, you can pre-order now. You can start um, ordering and getting seven newspapers delivered to your home a year. I think it's like $39.99 a year to get seven newspapers a year delivered to your home. Um, and there's 30 different comic strips, like 30, 30 different fantastic creators. And um, and your boy, Duty, is in there. So uh, check out akidinacomic.com if you haven't done so already. Hits the stores in May. Starts shipping in May. So that's also pretty dope. And then in May, I will be doing a in-store signing doing free comic book day. So more to come with that. So there's a lot happening in May. There's a lot happening with duty, but I need your help out there. Spread the word. Uh, let's get this bad boy funded. I don't understand what's happening, but I need your help. 
That's why I'm throwing disincentive for this limited edition. I have extras and I'm going to, so everybody who's already backed it, if we get somebody who backs it tonight, um, your names will go in a hat to get this raffled and the person who backs it tonight will get this free. Um, so everybody will get, be thrown into a raffle who's already backed and then whoever backs tonight will get this free. Um, so that's pretty dope. Um, so hey, wait, say that again. Hold on. So who, if somebody backs it tonight, like let's say physical backer, Joe physical backs the you will get it's just for backing tonight, and everybody uh, else who's already back will go into a raffle to get one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And so there's two. Interested. So the people who are ready back will get an opportunity, and uh, and then whoever backs tonight, um, um, I have a few left. So even if you have a, a few backers tonight, um, but they got to be new backers, um, and uh, you'll get a chance to get this limited edition. And I remember I only printed a few of these. Um, so whatever I didn't sell, I have left over. And uh, they'll be, they're going to be rare. So when duty starts hitting stores this this holiday season, um, this cover is you're going to be one of the few people that's going to have that cover. So um, I had one person hit me up from Puerto Rico saying, "Hey, I read it, but I didn't want to read it. But I wanted to read it. So how can I get another one? Because I want to save it." And uh, so I sent it to my you know to the website. So um, a lot of good things happening. Again, I appreciate everybody. Thank you, everybody who's supporting Catch the Crease podcast. Thank you, everybody who's supporting the Yard of Samuel. Thank you, everybody who's checking out getyourmeds.com. Getyourmeds.com and getting yourself a copy of Rush 5377 or Wonder Duck by yeah. George Ajima Medina. And I want to shout out to uh, our boys over there at um, Gig. Tell me, you talking about Gig? Are we still offering that 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 service? Gig CDC fifty. I, I forgot to send you the new one because I, I did make a new one for the yeah, subscribe. Don't have one. <laughs> subscribe, subscribe today, guys. If subscribe. You subscribe if you subscribe to get to Gig and you enter CDC fifty, you get fifty percent off your sign up membership. Now, Gig is a, a place where you can get um, all kinds of services. If you are an artist and need a, a writer, if you're a writer and need an artist for a comic you're working on, and an editor, you want to get on a podcast to promote your book. Uh, you're doing a, you know, you want to do some kind of uh, crowdfunding campaign or something like that. There's a whole bunch of stuff on gig that you can, uh, when you sign up, you have access to. So go to globalindiegroup.com and check that bad boy out. Check me out tomorrow night on ASAP Imagination on their YouTube channel. I am going to be uh, guest hosting and we're going to be talking to D.W. Howard about his book on the Any One World Showcase tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So around this time. Uh, I will be on there tomorrow night. So yeah, man, a lot of good things are happening. I'll be in Boston, Wicked Comic Con. If anybody's out there, I'll be there on the 22nd and 23rd, just walking the floor, checking it out, hanging out with the guys uh, out in Boston, Indie Comics Relay. Thank you for checking out the show tonight. They're going to be out there uh, and a bunch of, uh, of our other buddies. But uh, yeah, man, nice, nice show. I actually got to get out to the airport, but yes. It was a nice. Are you going now? I'm you just came anywhere. back. I, I'm picking. I'm picking up. I'm picking up some cargo. I was like, you just came back. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, my it's my side gig. It's my side gig. I Uber to the airport. Yeah, I'll give you a side gig. But, uh, <laughs> yo, yo, but also check out this weekend. This coming Sunday is going to be the new vlog of the whole thing from Puerto Rico. So it was a series. <laughs> so now you're going to get getting over there, setting up the booth. Moving my booth because I was getting rained on. You get all that stuff. So you're gonna, you're gonna get the the rooster that pooped when I said hello to it. I got that on film. So there's a lot of stuff. It's gonna it's gonna be fun. So check out the, the vlog this Sunday. The the uh, the Puerto Rico Comic Con there and back. 
um, on the Art of Samuel uh, on YouTube if you haven't done so already. And if I didn't say it again, thank you to everybody from Puerto Rico. You guys have been amazing. You made your boy, even though it was a challenging event, you made your voice feel special. And I will never forget your hospitality. I appreciate every single one of you. Yeah, yo, and and uh, next week, next week on the show, join us because next week we're gonna have a launch party for one of our buddies, Mr. Anibal Arroyo. And Arroyo Cuss, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Kickstarter launches next week on the show, so tune in for that. It is the dark form, his uh, a comic that he's been involved in. So they're gonna they're gonna do that uh, next week on the show, April eighteenth at eight p.m. So join us for that next week. That is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, thank you everybody who joined us. Thank you to our sponsors, Paul Gomez. Thank you to our sponsor, StoryComic.com, Barney Smith. You know, and uh, thank you to uh, ASAP Imagination for always writing with your boy. You guys are fantastic, Paul. You're amazing, and thank you, Aurelis and Gilly Rodriguez and and Mark Torres and Aurelis and um, um, Rory came through. Lou, she thought there was, going yes. to be, there, was going to be, there was going to be a test. She was hoping to miss it. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you for Keith um, for showing yeah. up tonight and everybody. Keith or Johnny, I don't know. Which or Johnny, one whichever one that came from the radio. <laughs> was it? No, it that came from the radio. Was no, it? No, no. Comics Relay. Comics Relay, yeah. Yes, and everybody on Facebook who's been watching in silence, we appreciate every single one of you. Don't forget, come over to Catch the Crease Podcast. When we grow, the indie community grows. And that's what we do the show for. So you guys have a fantastic day. I am your boy, Sam, the crazy man, Vera. Oh, it's the dream of Medina. And we are No, I was talking about my friend Laquise. I met him. Say my name. Say my name. This is what you were thinking? Oh, he was grabbing. He said, I'm the idiot. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Uh, this is Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs> 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 <laughs>